All right. Alberta, uh, like everywhere else, has opened up vaccination to kids age 5 to 11. And um, last time I saw, the last numbers that I saw said about 42% roughly, just slightly over 42%, had uh, taken the government up on their offer. Um, A situation that the opposition is calling on the government to address. It is the lowest level of... um, child vaccination in the country. Um, Rachel Notley, leader of the opposition, joins us now. Um, Ms. Notley, thanks for your time today. Appreciate you joining us. Oh, good morning. It's glad I'm glad to be here. Now, obviously, the rate is very low in Alberta, and you and you know, indeed, some Alberta school boards have both have all said, you know what, we need to have school vaccination clinics. That's the way to solve this problem. That's what you're asking for, right? Mm-hmm. That's right, and that's what we've been calling for uh, for for some time now. And uh, it would basically mirror what we do with other vaccinations in our schools. Uh, there's lots of other types of vaccinations that are delivered in the school. They are not mandatory. Of course, parents still can make, have to uh, consent for it to happen. But yeah. what it does is it addresses the real problem that exists right now with respect to access for uh, vaccinations for kids between 5 and 11. Now, we asked, of course, the health minister to join us. He sent us a statement. And in the statement, he says, you know what, we did this. We did this with junior and high school. Uh, junior and senior high school students back uh, earlier when they were eligible to be vaccinated and mm-hmm. and nobody showed up. We had to shut down the majority of those clinics. We had 4,000 kids that picked up on it. There was no interest. Yeah, no, that's a really bogus and, and disingenuous argument. They did it at the end of the school year in the middle, uh, in, in, a, in between waves. And, and they did it uh, very haphazardly uh, in, a, in a very disorganized way. Every other province, or almost every other province, has done it in schools. It has made a, a significant difference. Uh, I actually have quite a level of faith in Albertans and the people who work in our schools in terms of being able to, to uh, organize uh, in-school clinics because, of course, we have in-school clinics, as I've said, for other vaccinations, and, uh, and, and we're a reasonably together group of humans. So um, we can do it if we actually set it up to succeed rather than to create a talking point around failing. The problem is, is that this UCP government, for almost unfathomable reasons, uh, is, is, is trying to avoid this. But the problem is, with that, is that we know uh, right now with this uh, version of COVID, we've got more uh, kids being admitted to hospital than ever before. And the number, the, the ratio between those who are vaccinated and not vaccinated is about tenfold. So it's over 10 times as many kids who are in the hospital with COVID now are kids without vaccines. So we just want to make sure that we do everything we can uh, to give parents the chance to keep their kids safe. Understandable. Absolutely. The question I have, though, is when we even before the vaccines came out and we saw polling, the government says 30 to 40 percent of Alberta parents said they would get their kids vaccinated. I saw another poll Mm -hmm. that had it up to to 46 percent, still extremely low, lower than anywhere else in the country. Alberta parents said they were in no rush to have their children vaccinated. So access aside, school vaccination clinics, do you think realistically you'd get it beyond 43% at this point when only 46% said they were eager to do it anyhow? You sure can, because we've seen a lot of different issues throughout COVID where uh, people's opinions have changed over time uh, as a result of education and and uh, learning more about the 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 you know the threats and the the facts that that are that we are confronted with as a result of this um, uh, of this virus. And so we've seen public opinion uh, 
evolve and and change quite considerably on a number of different fronts when it comes to COVID. As well, we've seen vaccination rates with education jump tremendously. You may recall how the Premier attacked uh, Northeast Calgary earlier on, claiming that they were all opposed to vaccinations. And and, uh, and then what ended up happening was there was community-based education and outreach around it, such that Northeast Calgary now has the highest rate of vaccination uh, anywhere in Alberta and in many parts of the country. So it was actually a, a clear example of how with, with thoughtful uh, education and outreach and access, you can change both the opinions and the ultimate outcome. Um, the other response that we received from the government was one of the considerations that they're very mindful of in not putting this in schools is they've been told um, through their research that parents want to be there. Parents want to be mm-hmm. part of this experience with their children, especially in this age group of 5 to 11. Um, and that is why they've decided to open up the access to weekends and evenings at public health clinics and uh, make mm-hmm. it accessible that way just to make sure that parents can be part of the process. Well, first of all, they haven't made it accessible. I've actually heard um, UCP MLAs uh, spreading this information about how it's possible to get those vaccinations in pharmacies. It's not. Uh, for many people around the province, they have to, they're looking at driving hours to get their kids uh, to a, a, a clinic, an AHS clinic. Okay, just to clarify, the, the province says in communities where they don't have the large vaccination centers, you can go to mm-hmm. a pharmacy. You're saying that's not true from what you've heard. No. It's not true. Um, and so you have to go to the clinics. That's the only place where you can get them. And, and so it's not accessible. Also, though, we see schools offering vaccine clinics right now, like over the last two or three weeks, uh, schools have been delivering different kinds of vaccines to kids um, without this issue of parental presence being a problem. Now, that being said, the other part of it is, is there is nothing saying parents cannot come to the school to be there with their kids when they're getting the vaccination. So again, it's a, it's a, it's a fake barrier. Um, If that's an issue, to be fair, to be, that would be a barrier to a lot of parents who would rather go on the weekend or the kids so they don't have to miss school. I would think it could be a barrier for some parents. It could be, and and if that is really an issue, then they can go that way. But then for other parents where access is the issue, maybe they can make it uh, during the the day at at the schools. But again, as I say, this idea is not uh, blocking the delivery of other vaccines in schools right now as we speak. So it doesn't make sense. What is it about this particular vaccine uh, that that requires parents to be there where other vaccines do not? So it's not a logical argument. Well, I hear what you're saying. I do. But to play Mm -hmm. devil's advocate, this vaccine is not like any other vaccine. We haven't seen this kind of resistance, um, hesitancy, pushback against the vaccine in my lifetime like Mm -hmm. we have around this one. Well, and and that's true. And I I do truly wish that we had a government that would uh, be a lot uh, more uh, uh, transparent with respect to the science and the issues around it instead of fanning the flames of of, uh, vaccine hesitancy, which many, many members of the UCP caucus are doing right now in a way that is quite alarming and, and very much contradictory to the proven science. But again, as I say, even on this issue of parental presence, uh, there are 
again, we don't know that that's the primary reason why some parents wouldn't want to be there. There are solutions to that. We've seen it work in other provinces, and that's why other provinces are doing a better job than Alberta is keeping our kids safe. And that's not a record that we should be uh, particular that we should be defending in this problem. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. The the, the next lowest province is BC, and they're almost 10 percent uh, higher up on the list than we are. So we are lagging greatly behind uh, the rest of the provinces. I mean, you look at the Maritimes; mm-hmm. they're up around 75. 80 percent in some cases. So mm-hmm. uh, we mm-hmm. definitely uh, are, are far behind. Um, Ms. Notley, thanks so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Okay, it was a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks so much. You bet. That's Rachel Notley, uh, leader of the opposition in the province of Alberta.